0: Welcome to Gratitude Space Radio. I'm your host, Chris Palmore, founder of GratitudeSpace.com. My sincere thanks for listening, subscribing, and rating this podcast. Annie Reddick is a singer, songwriter, and lifelong musician who plays five-string viola, mountain dulcimer and ukulele she recently began a career as a speaker giving keynote concerts in which she had which she uses her own story and uplifting songs to spread her message that it's never too late to follow your dreams in 2018 annie achieved her own dream of releasing her first solo cd heartstrings she is currently recording a series of interviews titled stories of gratitude and forgiveness annie welcome to gratitude space
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Oh, you're welcome. So happy for you to be here. And I, 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 I'm happy to be one of your stories of gratitude and forgiveness. So uh, thank you for that opportunity. Uh, the other day was wonderful.
1: Yes, thank you very much for, for that interview.
0: Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. And um, uh, thanks for reaching out to me. And this is such a, it's such a wonderful thing to be able to talk to somebody who, who is grateful and who gets it and understands the importance of sharing it. So um, those, those three components. Um, so to start off, um, can we? What would be your simplistic definition of what gratitude is, or being grateful?
1: Being grateful is, I, I think, just um, the noticing and uh, of the things that are in your life that uh, that are already wonderful, you know, and being being present with the wonderful things in your
0: life. Right, that's so important. And yeah, that's a great definition that people, uh, that we all need to keep in mind that there's so much in front of our eyes that we overlook every day that uh, we have to be grateful for, so much, Well, you just have to think of it with intention and uh, look for it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's a great definition. So right now in this moment, could you just share three random things that you're grateful for?
1: Well, I'm grateful for this view
0: out my window can you describe that a little more?
1: Uh, there's a, a date palm right at eye level. And then I'm, I'm looking on the tiles of the, of the house next door. And it just reminds me that I am in a place where I never expected to be. A year ago, I could never have, been, have envisioned this. And I have been getting to know a new place and just loving everything about it. I see hummingbirds on my walks. So I'm, I'm grateful for, for the hummingbirds and butterflies and bunny rabbits that I see. There's a park right mm. at the end of our street that I walk to every day. If I mm. walk up to the top level, I can see the ocean. I'm two miles mm. away from the ocean. I'm grateful for, for swimming in the ocean with mm. my brother. So yes. those are three things I can think of right off.
0: That's wonderful. I, uh, yeah, the, the ocean is such a beautiful vastness that just, uh, it, it, it just, it just asks you to be calm. It asks for you to be present. And uh, with just with the waves coming in and it's a, uh, it's an amazing thing. It's so, it's so, I've not, I've vacationed and lived short periods of time, but never, never long, you know, I, my, my future in my mind, my destiny would be to spend long, you know, long three to six month stretches near a beach. So, so I I understand.
2: (laughs) For
1: me, it's where I feel the most connected to everything. You know, we're all part of everything. I do believe that. And when I'm floating on the ocean surface, after getting through those those waves, you know, it's like
2: Mm
1: -hmm. a little bit of a struggle sometimes to get out there and then I can just lay back. And that is when I feel that absolute oneness I feel like I'm part of the ocean I'm looking up at the sky and that is when I just feel it I don't even know where I am that that's what swimming does for me in the ocean
2: especially
0: yeah that's so wonderful I you know I live about a mile and a half from a really big park and I I don't take that for granted at all that I can go in there and it's not the it's obviously not the ocean but it's got very similar features in the sense that it's nature and it's peaceful and there's, it's not crowded and, you know, you just have a vastness of space that's not, uh, commercialized. Um, Mm -hmm. it's a beautiful thing. It's is a beautiful Uh, thing.
1: Nature, nature. I'm just grateful for nature in all its forms.
0: For sure. Yes. Uh, so, um, who is somebody in your life that you're grateful for, uh, in this moment that just comes to mind? And it's not about, it's not about, uh, who's the most. It's more about when I said who you're grateful for, who just popped in your mind?
1: Oh, my brother. Um, okay. Yes. Um, He like offered me a place when I was coming back from uh, almost, well, about eight months in Michigan. I'd given up my old place in in San Diego. Mm -hmm. I ran out of money. It's like, I got to do something. So I went to my daughter's house in Michigan because I knew I could stay there rent free. And all of the things that I was going to sell to raise money so I could come back and rent a new place, it just didn't happen. And long about September, I you know, heard from the person I was expecting to couch surf from in San Diego and he said, it's not gonna work. Family dynamics are getting in the way. So I kind of panicked and then I reached out to my brother. I, I texted him or yeah, I think I texted him. And I said, Ralph, could I, could I come and stay with you in Laguna Niguel until I get my footing? And it was—he texted me back instantly. Of course. So, and I was a little scared because it was like, oh no, now I have to get used to someplace new and all of the, you know inroads that I made uh, doing keynote concerts in San Diego. Now I have to find new places. I'm so far, I'm 75 miles away. I'll be, and then, uh, then it, it, it's very much um, synchronistic in a way because when he almost lost this place about, I guess, six years ago, I, uh, he asked me if he could stay at my place. And yes, he did. For maybe six months so it's like wow is this amazing
0: <laughs> yeah so you 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 loved your brother and he's in a in a spot and you you were been you fortunately could help help him out and then uh, you're in a spot and he can fortunately help you out and uh that's a beautiful yeah. what a beautiful and we're sharing
1: thing stories of our parents which is like the biggest plus really is that you know, we're, rem- we're just like remembering things from our childhood. You know, one of us will come up with a little jingle that we used to sing all the time, and then we'll go down that route. So the gra- the gratitude for being here is just endless. I'm loving everything about it. I'm loving my little room that they prepared for me so lovingly. I just felt, I, I just feel incredibly grateful to my brother right now.
0: That's, really wonderful and uh i'm really happy for you i know that you're in a i know you've talked about your brother i know how much how you i i completely feel your love for him and the fact that you appreciate so much where you are and i understand i can you've expressed that and i get i get it you're in a i mean being that close to the ocean and being in a love uh space um what a wonderful place to be so
2: that's
0: so wonderful um so we talked you know I, I was wanting basically this is where I'd like you to kind of share your gratitude story the one that you uh that you told me a couple weeks back um I'm just gonna let you run with it because I thought it was really beautiful and I feel like anybody hearing it will be inspired and uh and just kind of feel your heart
1: well thank you well it started when I got divorced after 25 years of marriage and it was kind of a rough marriage at the end but still when I got divorced, it just left me with this feeling of how can I go on? And I was, I was sort of, I was scared all the time. I would wake up at four in the morning, just like, what am I gonna do? I have no retirement. My ex and I did not plan any of that stuff. We just expected to be able to live outside the system. And, you know, I was depending on him and all of a sudden I, I don't have anything. So um, after uh, maybe two years of, yeah, it was yeah it was ac- a year and a half of slogging mm-hmm. through it. I got a job, you know, so I wasn't worried about where my next meal was going to come from. And but I was still sad all the time. And then my mother, who was ninety-one at the time. <laughs> you know, on one of our conversations, she lived in San Diego and I was in Michigan. And she said, Annie girl, I would just love it if you would come out and live with me in my condo. I would rather stay here than go to Wesley Palms where some of my friends are. If I could stay in my own house, my own um, condo, um, and I like the way you cook, and I'll do the dishes. And she also had tickets to like 50 concerts, like the symphony, the opera, the jazz concerts, chamber orchestras, everything, and two tickets. So, and she needed a driver. So I got to go to 50 concerts. Mm. Well, I loaded up, I loaded up my, L, my Alero and I drove out. And then, it's really kind of, it's easier, I think, when you move out of the area uh, physically of, you know, where you've experienced your grief and your devastation. So I just woke up every morning and the thoughts of fear and everything that would start pushing into my head, I would just push them out. I would just replace them with, I'm not in Michigan. I'm, it's, it's December and I can, you know, there's no snow, it's warm and I have my own room here and I'm with the person who loves me more than anyone on earth mm. and she, she supports me after being in a marriage where I was really not appreciated for who I was and um, criticized a lot uh, to just be with the person who loved me that much more than anyone was such bomb. So I just uh, started the day feeling grateful. And um, then the more you do that, the easier, it becomes a habit. So Mm -hmm. the habit of waking up in fear became replaced with the habit of waking up and being grateful for where I was and who I was with. And then I found more things to be grateful for. And I plunged into the music scene. And long about somewhere, maybe, I think it was while my mom was still alive, I wrote, I uh, came up with a chant. And it goes like this. Tune in to the universe to which we all belong. Connect with your gratitude and stay there all day long. Stay tuned, stay strong. And I would sing it every morning. And then I would add, I added other things like connect with your inner child and listen to your song, connect with your angels in abundance all day long. But those came later, just mm-hmm. waking up. And then that was the first thing that I would do was sing that. And then the whole day would just go better. And I found that even if there were there was something that would upset me, it was a lot easier to recover from that because I started the day in that place of gratitude and calmness. Um, And then uh, it just, it kind of snowballed from there. I um, fell into the music scene. I started writing my own songs and they tended to be about how my life was getting better and better. And I noticed that open mics people were connecting with that and they were going, wow, I really, I I love that song. Yeah. I feel that way too. And then I met, uh, my first mentor and he, um, his name is Tiamo Di Vittori. And he has this thing of one of his income, um, streams and he has this thing called music prosperity, master, mastery.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I find his, uh, is Mastermind, and one of the income streams that I felt most like this really fits me is keynote concerts. Because what we do as singer-songwriters is we tell a little story and then we sing a song.
2: Mm -hmm. So
1: uh, I I started doing keynote concerts and I found that my audience, uh, my topic was it's never too late to follow your dreams, so uh, my avatar is me. You know, women Mm -hmm. who, you know, empty nesters, uh, people who've just gotten divorced, people who are in their golden years. And, you know, we can, instead of feeling like our life is on the decline, we can um, follow whatever dream we want to. So that is uh, how I got into that. And that led to stories of gratitude. Because I thought, how do you achieve your dream? What gets in the way? Well, not forgiving yourself. And what helps you achieve your dream? Just being grateful for what you have and knowing that you have everything you need. Then everything comes. So that's why I'm now on this tangent of stories of gratitude and forgiveness.
0: That's beautiful. And, uh, you know, you, you have your story, which you just shared, which is really beautiful. And, then you're, and you know how um, what that's done to you and how that's empowered you and how, you know, your life forces from that. And, and now you're engaging people to share that because the more people hear it, the, the easier it is for them to think in their own power and, um, you know, their abilities to, you know, live their dreams. Because you just uh, it's it's it starts with the mindset and then moves moves from there. Yeah, you got to, you know, you got to believe it's possible. Um, and if I hadn't you
1: know, gotten divorced, which I thought was the worst thing in the, that could ever happen to me, I would not have written a song. I wouldn't be out here doing what I'm doing.
0: So, yeah, that's that's what we were talking about, like the other day, the whole uh, gratitude having roots and looking back on your, your past yeah. and, and saying thank you for the things that happened. And uh, the most powerful ones obviously are the ones where at the time that you think life's over, but you realize because you kept going, you can look back and uh, it's, it's better than you could ever imagine because it never would have happened. You know, you, were, you would never be where you are. If that I, could never, yeah, yeah. I could never, yeah, I
1: never would have invented my life this way. I never thought I'd end up here in Laguna Niguel. And it would right. be the best place I could possibly have sheltered, the best Right, and,
0: and the creativity of the songwriting and, uh, you know, that, that, and using your voice to, inspire others um i when i read your story when you sent me the little pamphlet on it um i was very inspired by what you were doing going and talking to um that certain the, the older empty nesters like you said and letting them uh, having a message of um you know of that we can do this and you can live your dreams because it's not about your age it's about your mindset and the fact you were doing that with your talent to do music i really uh very inspiring on top I was thinking that's a really great niche like I don't you know I don't I don't when I read that I was like I was like I don't think I've heard somebody doing that like in that you know that niche you have is very it's great it's very it's it's just it's a wonderful niche that I think that you're going to have a lot of success with because I don't think there's other people there's obviously a lot of people that would love to hear it and I don't think there's a lot of people that do it
1: (laughs) yeah that's that's uh yeah, that, that's true. It took me quite a while to get comfortable and narrow it down like that, but that's where the message really hit. And uh, yeah, I was about to say something, but I can't remember what now. <laughs> It'll come back to me. Oh, yeah. Um, one of the things uh, that I get booked for often is I get booked at nursing or retirement communities, and I get booked into their memory care facility or the nursing wing of whatever that retirement uh, living facility is. And then I started, I got onto this thing where I wanted to do a Christmas concert and I have a lot of Christmas carols that I do on ukulele and and fiddle. And I thought, well, how great would it be to share some of my Christmas memories and ask them for their memories? Mm. That was one of the best Concerts I ever did. People just came alive. This one woman started, I was singing a, a, a hymn, uh, The Birthday of a King, that our mm-hmm. um, bass in our church used to sing all the time. And I sang, I started singing it a cappella, and this voice came from the back of the room. She was singing it with me. And then she started mm-hmm. sharing a memory, and it was like, as, as she was wheeled out, you know, the lady uh, who was taking care of the room came back and said, uh, everybody in this facility saw a different side of that woman. She always used to just sit there and look, you know, like not content.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: she just, she was telling me all about her son who played viola in such and such an orchestra. She just, it opened the gates. And so that's another thing I want to do is just ask people for their memories, not just their gratitude. That's another thing. Memories, mm-hmm. gratitude stories. Yeah. So.
0: It's, it's so beautiful. Um, it, 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 it's, it, it's empowering and inspiring and, uh, and just to, um, yeah, I mean, people, you know, especially, I, I, I can even, you know, if you're in a nursing home and you don't know how long somebody's been since you visited you and, and, but if somebody in, just ask you, you know, share a story from, you know, your childhood, that's such a great, it's just such a great thing to be able to trigger again, you know, asking somebody to share a memory is a very powerful thing because it allows them to go back and relive it. And, um, it takes them in that place. And when, you know, they, they're going to tell you something really good that they hadn't probably thought or spoken about in years. Yeah. Um, it's so like you, you're, 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 you're allowing them to light that candle. You're giving them the opportunity to light the candle um Mm -hmm. and uh in a space like that that's just uh with you know when i initially was hearing your story i was thinking i think i told you i was thinking my father how he's like he always says oh i really wish i could have learned how to sing or i really wish i could have learned the piano and i always go Mm -hmm. well you always can it's not you know there's people that are older than you that have started and younger it's not a yeah (laughs) it's it's not a lack of ability it's not a lack of time or ability or you know, you do have fingers, you know, like, yeah. you have all the tools, it's not lack of tools, it's, it's the lack of motivation. And then uh, just, the, I always recognize the statements when people say they can't do, do stuff. I always, I always hear when I hear that I can't. And I think when it's something is possible, I'm always just like, my mind's automatically like, huh, okay. Uh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I used to teach violin at a music store in Michigan before I came out here. And to my great surprise, the majority of my pupils were people in their 30s or 40s. And what they wanted to do was they wanted to play in church. Some of them couldn't read music. You know, they had never held a violin. So it was very, very exciting. It was really cool. And so, you know, the philosophy of the place was, We teach what you want to learn, so come with a song, you know. We're not going to, like, start at the beginning of a book and say, do this exercise, and then you got to play this song. And so um, I had people playing in their church. They would bring me their hymn. We would work on it. Of course, first we had to teach them how to hold the the violin, which I used to say, you know, this is, like, the most un- natural thing but if you can do this then you know you can you can play so <laughs> and that that was uplifting to see so many people just go i'm 40 and, and i'm gonna learn how to read music and play the violin
0: that is that's very inspiring yeah because uh, instrument I, I play the guitar and i i did a little bit of singing and um you know I, I know when i was younger that was uh you know that was really um that gave me a lot of value, made me feel, you know, being able to play music is a really beautiful thing. And then, you know, you saying with church and I, I originally learned because I wanted to be able to sing songs with my, my youth group, you know? So again, that uh, it's a beautiful thing because you have this, you can do this and then it's, you're doing it because you want to be with this group doing it and you become a community and you get to be a part of something that's more than yourself because you've learned this instrument. Um, so it's a, it's a beautiful thing. It's an absolutely beautiful thing. Thank you. So, uh, you're welcome. Uh, so what, what do you think are some of the roadblocks that stop people from being grateful? Like, what do you think most people stumble over? Or what, you know, it, this stops them from, I guess, acting, you know? Uh,
1: I, I think um, not being fully present. Be, uh, because if, if you're afraid, for instance, I think fear stops people from be, being grateful. Fear of what might happen or regret of what happened or uh, regret of what they don't have. And if you are in the present and you just go right now, I'm warm, I'm not hungry, I have a beautiful view, whatever it is that you can connect with right now. And right now I have everything I need because it's really true. And if you are there, in that moment then you notice everything around you and you can start being grateful for each little thing but i think the thing that stops people is not being fully present in the moment and being lost in fear of the future or regret of the past
0: yes that's i, I completely agree with you now, i you 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 said it, I, I was listening to you and trying to take it all. but you said I, I really liked what you said i'm looking forward to listening to that back It was a really uh, it was it really resonated with me but at the same time I was trying to listen so I, I didn't <laughs> catch yeah. you
1: Yeah, I had that experience on our interview yesterday too. It was like, "Oh, I like what he said."
0: <laughs> yeah. Fortunately, we're capturing everything, so. Um, yeah. So, it, um so we talked about your, you know, your keynote speaking and about your uh, your your stories of gratitude forgiveness, um, and how that came out. And um we were talking about the song that you, you know, the, you, you, want, you want to tell us a little bit about the song? Actually, before we talk about the song, um, I want you to uh, let people know um, if they want to reach out to you, like what's the best way if they want to, you know, if, if they hear this and uh, they want to talk to you.
1: Uh, they can uh, email me at ann underscore reddick at yahoo.com. So it's my name with an underscore mm-hmm. in the middle uh, at yahoo.com. I have a website, annireddick.com. It's a little bit um, kind of not up to date, but you can you can still find me there, and you can see examples of, of things I've done in the past. I don't have my current CD up there yet, so that's how behind I am. But shoot okay. me an email; I'll you know I'll connect.
0: Okay, that's wonderful. Um,
1: Site and check me out.
0: Excellent. Yes, I'll make sure that I put that in the show notes. So if anybody wants to do it, it'll be a click away type of thing, I'll make it easy. So um, I wanted to thank you again for, you know, talking to me, for interviewing me and um, sharing, you know, sharing your story with us. Uh, you know, you, you talking about going, going and living with your mother and having all those experiences really resonated with me. And, um, you know, it's just, it's such, it's such a beautiful thing to look back and realize you had that opportunity and it's inspiring. And, uh, and I think, and hearing you t- say it again is going to get me in a more grateful state that I'm going to be spending time with my father here as soon as we're, you know, he's going to be here in about 30 minutes and we're going to spend three oh, or four hours together. Um, wonderful. And yeah, it, it is. It's just, uh, if you've got, you know, it's, it's so important to realize these people in our lives are, you know, if you see them so much, you almost forget how lucky you are. Uh, it's, you know, yeah. so... You, you, people need to be, it's a good, it's a good reminder that, uh, you know, these moments don't last forever. And that's, that. And that's why they're special. Mm-hmm. And exactly. that's why um, we need yeah. to just appreciate uh, the time as much as we can, because we uh, don't, I'm, you grateful,
1: know. I'm grateful for um, my ex-husband, actually, this brings me to the actual a couple of years before my father passed. Mm-hmm. he Was, uh, you know, he said, Annie, you should spend as much time with your parents as you can. They came out to Michigan every summer and I would go to their cottage a lot was 10 miles away from our farm and I would spend lots of time there. And he said, you should spend all the time you want with them because you never know what's going to happen. And my dad and I shared a love of, of, of cooking and baking and, and from me, He began to get interested in canning things because I I made tart cherry jam every summer. And the (laughs) summer before he passed, we went to the place where I would always pick the cherries. And we picked, I don't know, like 30 or 40 pounds of cherries. And he made a whole case of pints of cherry jam to take back with him. Mm. You know, he, he learned from me, and I also canned apricots, and he went with me to can apricots, and he took a whole case of those back, and then that he didn't even make it back to San Diego. Something happened on the way, mm. but uh, I was just so, I'm so grateful to my ex-husband for emphasizing that, and so there you go, you know,
2: <laughs> it's- yeah.
0: That's, uh, you know, you're, you're telling that and, uh, you know, I feel I have, I have a very similar story. I'll make it really short. Um, you know, my ex-wife, so I, I was living in Georgia, Santa, Georgia, because uh, I, w- I went to school there and then I stayed there after I got down to school. And I'd come back to, for Thanksgiving and I met this woman and we started dating and then she came down to visit me. And then after, you know, a year, year or two, whatever it was, year and a half, I decided I was going to move back up to Louisville to be with her. Um, and we were together, you know, I moved back up to Louisville, we lived together, um, we got married, uh, you know, we were together for almost 10 years, and the reason, and I'm so grateful to her for a lot of reasons, but one's this, if she hadn't chose to love me, I never would have moved back to Louisville, and I would have missed out on the last five years of my mom's life. Yeah. The, I, I mean, that, that that by I mean, there's a lot, I can say a lot, there's a lot of other things that I'm just saying specifically, I can go wow if i wouldn't have met her there's no way i would have been here and then i would have, all those memories all those places and lunches and sushi and you know walks they would never would have happened we would have had phone calls and that would have been nice but nothing like it was and then you think about the time's done and and i would have missed all that you know um, and it was specifically because she loved me was, Yeah. A very beautiful thing you know <laughs>
1: <Yep>. <laughs> yeah that's amazing
0: yeah, it's, it's great to look back and realize, man, it, you know, even in bad situations, it's so good. Then it's not so to good.
1: mention my two wonderful children and my two grandchildren.
0: Well, there you Yeah, right. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you got, you got these living, uh, yeah, you got, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. All right, yeah, I didn't have children, so yeah, I can't say that. But yeah, you, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> you've got one, your grandmother and you've got these wonderful children. And,
1: yeah, and um, we're friends now, so, you know.
0: Yeah, it's wonderful that's so wonderful. Well, um, again, thanks for sharing that. I, uh, I, so what we're going to do now is we're going to have you play the song that you wrote when you, uh, about your time in the ocean. And obviously you can say a little more of that before you get started, but I wanted to tell everybody that if for some reason you hear something cut here and hear the recording, it's because something went wrong with the recording, but most likely that will not happen. So Annie, I'll let you give, uh, give, give Annie here the... Uh, she, you go ahead and take over.
1: Okay. <laughs> <Hey. laughs> This song is called Save the Day, mm-hmm. and it was inspired when I uh, thought of the mm-hmm. song that's in Oliver, of who will buy this wonderful morning, mm-hmm. and I just thought of all the, the wonderful walks I had by the ocean and how I would just like to save them forever and keep them somehow in my heart. Mm-hmm. So it, it's kind of a song of gratitude, that's what I think of it as, because... Mm-hmm. In the song, I'm talking about each moment um, that I'm, things that I'm grateful for um, since I came to San Diego. And here we go save the day.
2: What? Yeah.
0: Thank you so much, Annie. It was beautiful.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me and for letting me share my joy in that
2: song.
0: Oh, I could I could feel your joy, I, I felt I felt joy being I was the one person you you, you I got to be your audience. So I was I very honored by that. Really. Thank you. So, thank you. thank you so much for coming on the podcast and letting me be on yours. And uh, I appreciate this new friendship we have. And I want to give a shout out to Bobby Coons uh, for uh, connecting oh, us up and. Uh, and uh just tell you i want you to have a wonderful uh, trip uh in the next coming weeks with your family so yeah, be safe and uh... i'm
2: so excited
1: i'm so excited thank you you're
0: thank welcome you. Well, i'm chris with gratitude space with uh, annie saying stay grateful yeah this is an open call to anyone that has a gratitude story or practice that they'd like to share just email me at the address hello at That link will be in the show notes. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and rate us. You can look at this as a way of showing me a little gratitude. Just a friendly suggestion. Thank you for tuning in to gratitude space radio and we're out.